What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Corked Stats here on the Mayo Media Network on YouTube with your host, John Legaza, Big Johnny Stud, coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York. As always, welcome. Football's in the rear view, and we are getting ready for the upcoming MLB 2022 season. I really do think a deal is right around the corner. It's the offseason for some, but not for us. Welcome back to the show. If you're new, welcome. You can catch my work at MLB Moving Averages on Twitter. That's at MLB Moving AVG on the Bluebird Twitter machine. Of course, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the Mayo Media Net. And please check out the playlist. That Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets playlist is absolutely robust right now. There's got to be two or three dozen videos just like this, getting granular, walking you through a lot of advanced metrics and how to apply these things, making you a sharper player, of course, man. With information being as ubiquitous as it is, we got to stay on the tip of the spear if we're going to keep cashing those checks. You may have seen me all around this past week. I was on Fantasy Pros with Joe Pisapia. I was just on the Rotowire podcast with Jeff Erickson. Please make sure to check those out. And the Rotowire podcast is what spurned this video here today. Jeff was speaking to Fred Zinke, two of the better analysts that we have in the game, as well as better podcasters. Tons of respect for those guys. And they mentioned Hyunjin Ryu, and there was a lot of uncertainty around the topic. And I thought to myself, well, I really don't have much of a stance on this either. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's okay to have priors as long as we're not married to them. When we don't have priors, it's really important to try and take an objective approach to a player. And that's exactly what we're going to do here today. I didn't really have a formed opinion. I know Ryu has been excellent in the past, coming off two or three very strong seasons. One of those was a Cy Young, made the move to the AL East, not the best contextual, you know, environment there. A couple of bad parks, a couple of really tough lineups. Last year, he was just okay. It was a bit of good. It was a bit of bad. The stat line didn't really tell us much of anything. And that's where this show comes in, where you come for the nuance and the context. This one is really, really interesting. Let's dive in to Hun Jin Ryu. We start with the tail of the tape. As always, you can see my graphic up there. He was SP. He's SP 54 going off the board at ADP 200. Those stats up are last year's. Everything pretty middling. You know, 170 innings is pretty good, but the rest of it just middling. 4-4 ERA, 1-2-2 whip. Really nothing to speak about. That K number down at 20%. Something we are going to get to in a little bit and always one of the center points for our analysis when deciding who to draft. So let's take a quick look at last year again. All the earn run indicators were right around four, kind of validating that ERA. Maybe it could have been a touch lower. 257 BA against, really not bad. The 734 OPS, just slightly worse than I like to see. 321 expected Woba allowed. Same thing, just a touch worse than average, but nothing worth overreacting to. The disciplinary basket, not great. Again, I mentioned 20% K rate. The swinging strike rate down at 10 the whiff rate down below 23, those are not great, though he does induce a lot of chases. Ryu had a better than 35% O swing, which is very good. He's also very good around the edges. That number came in at 47%. That was one of the better numbers in the league. So we did earn run indicators and discipline. When we walk over to elevation, he does keep the ball down 47% of the time. He did allow a lot of hard hit balls. And that is always another good place, you know, to look at our analysis. And I I, I knew, you know, looking at these hard hit metrics that there was something going on, but the ERA was not terrible. Again, the home run rate last year, 1.28, right at average. 
And, and you kind of look at the split. So that's where I wanted to begin this exercise. Let's get into the splits. Ryu has always been very good against lefties. I have up here his approach and attack plan with heat maps from 2021. Again, uh, you know, the, the hard contact he allowed, it wasn't against lefties. The only pitch that had a really negative X-slug was the changeup, though we only allowed one home run. Not a lot of swing and miss there. The highest whiff rate he had was at 27. But you see the XBA is all controlled again, except for the changeup. And when you see the approach, it's very much away-oriented. Rayu does not really go same hand side to lefties. He likes to work away with the change away mid-height with the cutter and then sweeping down and away with the curveball his efficacy is predicated on the large disparity in velocity there the fastball going in at 90 the curveball going in as low as 74 so aside from the good location they're getting speed changes lefties have not done much damage against him they had a sub 300 woba against last year and only two home runs so no problems there let's hop into the other side against the righties which of course are the dominant side here there is a bit more of an issue when we look at contact allowed and it's centered around the fastball everything else looking pretty good the off-speed stuff pretty good the change up for the 386 x slug 25 percent whiff that's just fine the curveball has a better than 37 percent whiff with a sub 400 x slug so the contact in check swing and miss in check the issue here is the four-seamer. Wow. 10 home runs allowed, a 561 slug with a 571 X slug. So that contact metric is validated. That's a major problem. 391 X wobble with a sub 20% whiff rate. So we have to be thinking the problem is the fastball, in particular against righties. If you go bust out the kind of microscope, we see... Man, 22 home runs allowed on the different fastballs. 571 X slug, like I mentioned. 460 expected Woba on contact on that fastball. This is to righty specifically from Ryu with a better than 13% bow rate. That is a major problem. And just that one kind of chink in the armor, that one little hurdle right there to overcome could be enough to upset the entire apple cart. So of course, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Let's get into a bit of nuance and context regarding the fastball. These are my favorite things to break down. I believe this is the cutting edge, the future that we will be seeing in pitching analysis. Looking backwards is only going to get us so far. We're looking for the reasons for what happened and then the input stats that created it to try and portend what's going to happen in the future. When I look at fastball characteristics, very simply, I like to look at pitch velocity. I like to look at spin rate. I like to look at vertical break. Those are the three charts that you see up there for the audio only listeners. Of course, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the Mayo Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets podcast, but also to the Cork Stats podcast as well. I am doing my own content, some short form counterpoint stuff, some long form strategic episodes. I really, I'm just a fount. You know, I'm bringing it 115 off the crack of the bat. Let's get back into these charts. I'll try and do my best to explain them to you in an A.B. Sidarian fashion. So velocity, very easy on a four-seamer. More velocity is good. Sorry for the caveman analysis, but that's pretty much it. Same for spin rate. We want more spin rate and not less. And a lot of times, remember, 
loss in spin rate can be correlated to loss in velocity. And then when it comes to vertical break, this one is really interesting. And this is where I think people ignore these things because they can be a bit difficult to understand, but that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you. I've spent plenty of time speaking to people much smarter than myself, including Professor Barton Smith, who has done just inimitable work as far as ball flight, seam shift and wake, Magnus effect and the like. I spent a couple hours talking to him and he really opened my eyes. And now this is where I focused my pitching analysis. So when we're looking at vertical break. We want the least amount of vertical break possible. These are what we refer to as rising fastballs. Now, of course, no fastball could ever rise against gravity. That would be impossible. We're looking for the least amount of break. Now, generally, that's around, let's say, 12 inches or less. If it's 10 or below, that's elite. Those are flat fastballs. We're looking for the flattening of that vertical approach angle. It makes sense. The steeper the angle on a fastball, the easier it will be to counteract that with an opposing angle to lift it out, right? It does make sense. We want a fastball coming in flat. It will be harder to lift than a ball coming in with a downward trajectory that will be easier to golf out. Now, all three of these charts moving in the wrong direction for Ryu. We've seen a drop in velo year over year, and it wasn't that high to begin with. So once we start to get around that 90 mile an hour mark, that's where I start getting worried. The same to be said for spin rate. We've seen a precipitous drop year over year. This cannot be denied. There has not have been a bump in the spin rate. Things moving in the wrong direction could be age. Remember, Ryu is 34. Again, we're seeing a lack of velocity, which can reduce the spin rate as well. But re besides that, regardless, these things are moving in the wrong direction. The same to be said for the vertical break, moving in the wrong direction. And not only is it moving in the wrong direction, this is very poor. This has got to be in the bottom fifth percentile of the entire league. In fact, it was so bad, it made me go and check the horizontal movement, which Ryu's tail his, his, is very good, right? His, his H movement is very good. So he does have a good tail. The word I was looking for is ride. So he does have a good ride, but is not flat at all. It is very steep. That is an issue. Keep that in mind. Let's keep digging into the fastballs versus righties. Again, context and nuance. Why you come to Cork stats, the devil is in those details, people. What you see on the left is Hyunjin Ryu's fastball location to righties only. What you see in the center is the damage that righties did to fastballs. And what you see on the far right are the home runs allowed on fastballs to righties. What do we notice? All of the heat maps are telling the same story. The fastball location is not very good. It's around the center of the plate or a bit above, which is fine for power hitters. Look at what happens when the fastball is centered in the middle. We're seeing plus 500 Wobis, plus 600 Wobis, and where are all those home runs centered? At the letters or above, dead center. So where I'm getting at here before we get into the projections and I give you my opinion on where I think this is going to go, uh, be careful regressing fly balls, people. Not all fly balls are created equal, and if Rayu continues to place these weakened fastballs in the center to righties, he will continue to get punished. Let's dive into the projections. I do my own, but I do like to go to the pros, though I admittedly pay a lot less uh, attention to pitching projections. I feel picking up on trends is more important than looking backwards. Again, the people at Steamer, Ariel, Derek Hardy, these men are all orders of magnitude smarter than I am. I have an, you know, an 
unmatched amount of respect for the work that they do. But this is the one place that I think that the numbers can fail. It's not where the people fail. It's where the numbers fail looking backwards. I think every pitcher needs to be looked at on an individual basis, and that would just take too much time. So let's look at the steamer projections. They are expecting Ryu to make all of his starts, 31 starts, 177 innings. There's that middling ERA at 4.1. There's the middling whip, 1.2. Again, middling Ks, 20.6, with an average home run rate. And, you know, I think if you look at the work that we've just laid out, a lot of that makes a lot of sense. And before I kind of make my conclusion, and if I think Ryu should be being drafted by, you know, me, you, and the Cork Stats crew, I did want to mention one thing. And it is another probably element of, of nuance here. And it's that, man, not every performance is the same, right? And people do, you know, act differently or perform differently on different days. And I, I think there's something to be said here and this probably speaks to the failure of averages, right? Something like average exit velocity. What if half of them are maximum and half of them are zero? It tells you everything was in the middle. That really wasn't the case. And that's kind of what you've gotten with Ryu. Now, what do I mean? A custom stat that I developed while I was working at The Athletic is the money start. I was looking for the best starts on an individual basis. And I thought the quality start was a bit failed. So I determined that, you know, the best starts, I mean, is kind of intuitive, would be seven innings or more with two earned runs or less. You know, you show me seven innings or more, two earned runs or less, that's a really good start. Those are the individual starts that we want to circle. Forget a quality start where you went six, gave up three, and yielded a 4.5 ERA. You know, we're not interested in that whatsoever. So back to the money starts. Ryu had seven of those. Now, I didn't run the leaderboard just yet. I have that on deck, but that's got to be near the top of the board. So seven times out of 31 so almost 25 percent of the time where you went seven innings with two earned runs or less you cannot look past that so why are the numbers look so mediocre because as michael k my favorite new york yankees announcer would say he was like the little girl with the curl meaning he was either really really good or really really bad five times last year where you gave up five earned runs or more and i think four of those were six or more two of those were seven or more those outings are going to tank you and they can be very hard to predict on a start to start basis so that was the last thing i wanted to get to with ryu that as i lay all this stuff out and then go to the projections and everything kind of looks middling yeah the results look kind of middling because i think you're getting a lot of top end output and then a lot of really really bad output so where ryu is going i'm gonna have to say thanks but no thanks in deeper roto leagues because of the way he can destroy you as far as ratios and again i probably expand a bit more because i don't want to just leave you with a no the other pitchers in that range i am more into in particular jordan montgomery one of my guys on the new york yankees though i'm certainly not a homer i'm generally very low on the yankees and how i think they're going to do including this year i don't think they're very good so you got to get with 1v1 with those apples to apples decisions before you throw away the baby with the bathwater. Because again, remember, the results may be middling, but within that middle output, we have a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Trying to nitpick those can be very tough. So I'm passing on Ryu in Roto for people like Jordan Montgomery. But, 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 I want to leave you with a big shaking butt. I know a lot of you out there are into all types of formats like myself. Ryu is a perfect best ball candidate absolutely perfect best ball candidate. Those are the starts that you want. 
The seven times that he went out there and gave you the money start, he's helping you get in the money in the standings. Remember, in best ball, you don't have to worry about the bad starts. So those are the kind of pitchers that I like to target along, like, think about along the lines of, like, Rockies pitchers in best ball, where you get the big ones, you don't take the bad ones. So I think that's where I'm going to stay with Ryu. I'm going to let other people chase the past, the low former ERAs, and that Cy Young award that he's had. For me, the future lies in that fastball. The trends are moving in the wrong direction. And if those trends continue, I believe righties will continue to absolutely punish Ryu, especially considering the context. He's in a very rough division against very tough opposition in very tough ballpark. So I think that'll do it from me, Big Johnny Stud, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, and all the fine ladies and gentlemen at the Mayo Media Network. Please hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Get up in the comments and let Patty know how good of a job I'm doing. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We've got thin skin here. It's all about getting better every single day. So thank you so much. Make sure you check out the Twitter handle, MLB Moving Averages. Check out the Cork Stats podcast. Check out the Mayo Media Network playlist. Again, rate, review, subscribe to everything because we're going to be coming at you hot and heavy all the way up to opening day, which I hope is sooner than later. So that'll do it, everybody. I'll catch you on the flip side. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Peace.